Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and Abby, I are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of the woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. Me. But it still looks right. I Thank look you. like. But uh, you can't see from the waist down what's happening. I also wore a spank the size of Texas. Well, I'm not a spank gal usually, but this is lovely. Well, clearly, you are because it's I, in your house. I'm spanking. Yes, I have spanked myself today. So, uh, welcome to the Facebook Live. Welcome to the Instagram Live. We're just doing a little live podcast from the Maha Tiki Bar at the Pineapple Ranch. But first of all, I think that we should just come right in and welcome everybody. What do you say? I think that's a great. <laughs> it's time to say welcome. Welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, Ben Affleck. And I'm Shelly Long. And we're coming to you from the Maha Bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? It's a time for Oh, it's today. It is today, damn it, because this day, like all days, we are bringing you the advice articles of Ann Landis and Dear Abby. We're hauling them out, and we're putting them on stage with Angela Lansbury, and we're making them belt for the gods, damn it. We're God reading their soul. articles. God rest. God well, why are we doing this today? <sighs> Poor Julesy. He's been over here waving his arms, trying to make some noise, trying to get attention from us, thinking that for some reason we're not capable of telling the good people that today is our 200th episode of Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. 200. That's amazing. What is it? What else is 200 years old? Mmm. Mmm. What else is 200 pages? 200 hours. It's over 200 hours of quality comedy content. That's not true. Yes, over 200 hours. Because you got to think, we have 200 episodes, right. roughly an hour an episode. But they're over an hour. They're over an hour, with the exception of the pilot episode, which we were too drunk to go past 30 minutes. <laughs> we really tailored down the editing on that one. <laughs> but we have gone, oh, I would say, roughly about 250 hours of quality comedy content, wouldn't you? I, I think that's about right. That's intense. That's a lot. And we're still here. Also, we have some throwaway episodes, so it could be more. Oh, we don't talk about those. <laughs> those are in Al Capone's vault. Look, as we were trying to learn our voice here on Dear Pod, you're going to stumble. You're going to fall. You're going to make mistakes. I am so uncomfortable. I can't. <laughs> I, can't. I thought you were just going to walk off. <laughs> okay, all right. The, the coat is coming off. Oh, it's a slim fit bar three. Uh, Hello, Macy's one day sale. No, no shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> but a bespe- oh okay, God. unzip yourself. You actually make me nervous. Your arms are very large now. It's because the sh- I think I'm swelling. No, but I think that there you're- might be a rogue bee in here. You've been wailing on your abs and lats and working with your trainers, and you <sighs> and you go to Blink Fitness at 4 a.m. and you, you snort fitness. your creative. I like that. That was the most offensive thing that I could have said to him. Was that he to went to Blink? Bl- I don't go to Blink. I go to the gayest gym in Hell's Kitchen. Temple. Oh, I was gonna say uh, Cleo's on Ninth Ave. Yeah, or Tag. Tag. That was the gayest gym. It's always good when when a clothing store is open at three a.m. and looks like a rave. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I can't take off my dress. I think it's cheap that you took off your coat. Well, I'm a little bit more comfortable. I felt oh, like okay. I was. Well, let me pop a zipper. Okay. Uh, there it is. That's right. It is our two. 100th episode today, so in honor of our 200th episode, we're doing a live stream on Facebook, on Instagram, on every damn device we could find. Uh, We are streaming on YouTube, but (laughs) you can't see us right now because I once upon a time downloaded some garbage software called a snap camera, and it is like a bad relationship. It's that boyfriend that you keep trying to break up with. I have literally had a friend go deep into my computer to erase everything. Mm-hmm. Thank you, IRS. And he could not take this thing off my computer. So now it hangs around like an ex-boyfriend who's like, do you, do you need me now? What about now? What is this thing? What are you it's, it's called about? Snap Camera, and it was for something. I don't know. I had to download it for something. Basically, it's like it was pre-Zoom. So this is some kind of Russian spy. Oh, at one hundred percent, and they have to be so disappointed that they were like, "We infiltrated," and then they get me, and they're like, "She's googling how to wipe from front to back." (laughs) (laughs) They're gonna be so disappointed in their content that they get from me. I know I am. I know I I am right now. Except I have to sit up straight because, well, it's a wedding gown. I literally have not put this item on my body. For 11 years. Again, I don't understand why people make such a big deal about a wedding dress when you only wear it once. Because you haven't worn a gown, have you? You don't know. It's got a ruffle in the back. It makes me want to shimmy. Shimmy my Shelly Long self. Oh, my. Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh, There's a lot going on right now. Jules, it just keeps running out of the room. So we're here live in the Maha Tiki Lounge, as you can see behind us. Uh, we have committed to the drink, and now we have a permanent fixture bar in the basement. Correct. We're proud to say. Yeah, check it out. You like that? Mm-hmm. We have lots of lights. We look, you know, it's like living in an Applebee's. I like that. We should get a server. We should get like a somebody who comes in and works like a we should. one shift or, yeah. We should. This is why I think I, there's something to be said about the movie Old School, mm-hmm. where adults have pledges. Not children, pledges. What do you mean pledges? Like in a fraternity. Like okay. there should be someone here that, that pledges. we berate and they wait on us hand and foot. It's called jewels. Well. But we need more than one. Yeah. yeah. Like someone, like right now someone should be like filling up the gas in my car. Yes. I think that's actually just called a personal assistant. Uh, I actually think it's your job. <laughs> That sad. you do in life. This is, sad. this is so sad. But it's not sad today because it's 200 episodes. How do you feel about that? That you have created over 250 hours of quality comedy content I that roughly 10 to 15 people have seen. 
I like the 10 to 15 people. Yeah, we will take them, which yeah. is why you should follow us on your social medias at Dear Pod Official on all of these things if you're watching them or streaming them. Uh, oh, and check out our Patreon page. That's right. Please give us $3 a month to be even funnier. Actually, give us $5 a month so that you can get up to the Vianetta level, two different levels of the the uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash Official. Me a three or five dollars a month. Become a subscriber. Get extra special tidbits in your inbox every week. The five dollar level is the Vianetta level. And here's why we need Vianetta level. We need to hire somebody to do all of this garbage for us. Why? Because we're old. Because we've turned into our parents trying to turn on the television and work the VCR. And we're, oh, yes. Jimmy, the VCR, it's not working. Call our son in Rochester. It's, it's trying a lot. to explain to my parents, well, when my dad was alive, and my my mom now, to just turn the television on <laughs> is like trying to operate like any kind of Star Wars vehicle. Yeah, yeah. They might as well. I don't understand how someone has not streamlined this for older people. Like a jitterbug TV. That's what they need. A jitterbug TV. Like the remote, the size of like, remember those phones where the phone was the dial, like the numbers were like. Oh, the huge key. Like it yes. took your whole hand to yes. press down Almost the like Simon says. But, yes. Oh, yeah. I loved those. It should be that easy. But see, did I tell you that Moth got the most recent smartphone? Like it's too smart. It's smarter than any of us. It's a too smartphone. It is a too, too smart to be for us. And it's like an iPhone 15. Here's the thing. People over 70 don't need this kind of power. It is like putting a five-year-old into a Formula One car. And and so I don't know how to help her when things go wrong on the phone because her phone is smarter than my phone. And now <laughs> it's like trying to tell somebody how to defuse a bomb Here's from another do. country. I'll tell you what you do. You take Moth's phone. You and you throw it, it in a river. And you throw it away. You delete nearly every app that's on the phone that comes with the phone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because she doesn't need half of it. All It'll she uses it for out. is like text twist and and her occasional What's a text it's a game twist? that she plays. Twist? Text twist two. It, what is it? it it keeps her sharp. It's all about she just it's just finding word. It's like a word scramble game. What? She likes a scramble game. She, she likes it. Wordle. She likes Quirtle. She likes anything that she ends with She likes a hard blue. scramble. She love it. I love a scramble. It's true, Patty. Um, yeah, so she that's all she uses it for. And the occasional phone call to just me, and she's not like texting anybody but my family. So why would she need stuff where it's like, I don't know how to do TikTok advanced now like she's a content creator. Wouldn't that be great? We need to pull this phone away from her. Exactly. But now when she needs help, I'm like, the green wire is next to the red wire. Clip it. I don't know. I can't see what you see. It's like that scene in Space Camp. Never saw it. Oh, my God. You've never seen the movie Space Camp? No. Uh, we have some questions coming in. Um, we're going to wait to take those in a minute. Oh, if no. you don't mind, you pushy bee. <laughs> Anywho, like I was saying, Space Camp. <laughs> Check it out. Live it. Love it. Live stream it. Uh, if you're tuning in just now, hi, hi, welcome. Uh, eight of you, four of you, three of you. We'll three take any of you. 
Sure. Uh, you are catching just a live stream. I'm wearing my wedding gown just to bring you up to date. And yep. Patty is now just wearing a wedding shirt. By the end of this, he will be wearing no pants. Correct. That is my promise I to you. I didn't even attempt to put my pants on because I already knew that I <gasps> Oh, your wedding pants? You're not wearing your wedding pants. No, I'm wearing jeans. Are you oh. kidding? All right. Okay. I would look like uh, <laughs> uh, the Hulk after... <laughs> He, yeah, he goes from Why? scientist to Hulk and just wa- running around the town and just shreds. Why did he his pants rip off just right at his crotch, though? And also, why weren't they Daisy Dukes? Like, if they're going to rip, of all the things, if everything is growing on you, if you're mm-hmm. the Hulk, right, and everything is growing all at once, right, at the least, your thighs would be explosively large, at least. Well, and also his waist. There's no way that, is it David What's his name? Doctor. I almost just said David Blaine. No, it's not David Blaine. Dr. Doctor... Dr. David Banna? Uh, write to us. Banner. Oh, Banner. Banner. So okay. I'm sure his waist is smaller than Lou Ferrigno's. <laughs> and then when Lou Ferrigno takes over his body, all of a sudden they have the same waist because his pants don't rip off. Like he should be naked. He should be naked. That's what I'm saying. And if everything grows mushroom tattoos left and right running down the street. Thank you. Exactly. Right. So if we're going to, I don't know what that is. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) His D just took out a Home Depot. (laughs) I was sitting there at the Pret-a-Manger sitting outside. (laughs) Next thing I know, I'm cock slapped. (laughs) By this green guy. And he was huge, and he ran by, and you'd think at least he could put on a pair of Daisy Dukes. I mean, I think I lost a molar. I know, I know, I know what Spilled you're talking my about. Coffee. Well, I was driving my Honda Civic. All of a sudden, huge dent in the side. Wouldn't you know? Green D. Now that is a superhero. You know, <laughs> I have to say, I have to say. Well, I was in my Geo Tracker. That dick just flipped my car. It is not a safe car. Well, it's a tracker. It's got no. <laughs> That thing can tip right over. Remember the GeoTracker? Do I remember the GeoTracker? I have a horrifying story about a GeoTracker. Did it flip? Isn't uh, that the, the thing about a GeoTracker was that you, it would, you'd turn and then it'd flip a over? A GeoPrism, a Geo-anything. There's a reason why you cannot... Nobody's like, oh my God, I got a new GeoPrism. Well, also because they don't make them. Exactly. Right. Exactly. The Saturn, nobody's driving a Saturn anymore. That's because they went Don't under. make them. Right. Yeah, but there's a reason why they're not making them anymore. You know what I mean? Because no one G- wanted a Saturn. Who wanted a Geo Tracker? I dated a guy. Someone who couldn't <laughs> afford a Jeep. Well, I dated a guy who had a Geo Tracker. No, you. But didn't. it also had colors there? on it. You know, I am questioning. I have because Geo Tracker comes in colors that aren't found. That's on what planet. I'm saying. It was hot pink and yes. mint green. That's what I'm saying. You dated a homosexual. <laughs> he dated me, so clearly. Yeah. He's as just, good as gay now. You're just like stocking up the store here. <laughs> I have that magic touch. Right. Where it's like it's like a Midas touch, but it makes you instantly gay. So like, and he pulls up and your dad's not like, oh no. Oh, this was beyond, this was in col- post-college. So right. I was out, it was mid-20s. And he pulled up and picked me up. And, and like, also, I don't know why it was all Jurassic Parked, but like, it, it was pink and green, but but like he had taken all. You know how like with jeeps you can zip on your windows. Yes, all of that stuff was off. Like all the canvas, all the windows, everything. So it was so he's just like, listen, like I raw. have a very precarious automobile anyway. <laughs> just now I'm going to take everything else that is actually 
Holding it together. Exactly. And I'm going to take any potential structure and remove it. So now we just have those bars, like we're driving around Kauai, mm-hmm. but we're in Queens. Oh, wait. Oh, it was awful. He had a, a hot pink and mint green Geo tracker. Geo tracker in Queens. With no windows zipped off. Okay. Let's just say I know how to pick them. Are you guys still together? Yeah, I'm I'm still dating him. A geo tracker. The funny thing is he does follow me on Facebook, so he could be on Facebook right now. So if you're out there, defend your choices. Defend the geo tracker. Defend the geo tracker. I dare you. It doesn't even seem like a real car. Geo trackers, bad ideas. Same thing. Bad idea jeans. Bad idea jeans. So it's celebration time here in the ranch. 200 episodes. We're live streaming today, and we will have a live show coming up for you in April. Details to follow. Well, actually, I guess I can give some away right now. April 19th at Caveat in New York City, 9.30 p.m., we are doing a live show of this. I should probably put that in my phone. And we're letting somebody else. Yeah, could you? Could you show up that night? We'll be lovely. It's good. We'll have your understudy on standby. Great. Um, yes, and somebody else will be doing all of this. It will be live streaming, so you can also buy a ticket if you don't feel like leaving the comfort of your own home, which you should leave and see us live because in person we're even sexier because I think the lighting will be softer. And I won't be wearing white, but I will shimmy. Okay. Okay. So we're going to have a live show and it will be live streaming so you can buy tickets because if you don't want to leave your house and I don't think anybody does anymore, you know what I've come to the conclusion on this week? I am done crushing it. Everybody is crushing it right now. Crushing what? Life. Doesn't it feel like it? Everyone's done crushing it? No, everybody is out and they're like, go big or go home. Everybody's like, Going hard, 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 like trying to make up for lost time. Like That's a, the vibe like a that I really get. Really intense gay porn. The hustle, exactly. Yeah, like the eagle, like sounding late, late, late night. Yes. Hard. Oh. Just like unabashedly. It's just the like box at two a.m. Will you take me there? Yes. Didn't you go once? I've gone to the box several times. Okay. Anybody who's listening right now or watching, who it might be in the New York City area, there is a place called the Box, and it's in the Village, right? It's like a burlesque theater. I feel like I've been men in blacked. Like I know that it's down there. And then when I leave, I can't believe what I just saw. And I don't remember how I got there and how I got home. So somebody flashes you. It's like you forget everything you've seen here. How did you end up there? Because isn't it kind of like star studded? Like it's kind of hard to get in. It's hard to get into the box. But tell me, it's harder to get out. I'm kind of a big deal. You're kind of a big deal. Did you have a connect I don't know how. I, I No, I think I don't think it was that difficult to get in. I mean, we started, we were there early, and then once you're in, you know, okay. once you're kidnapped, it's hard to get out. Oh and then God. it's like, this is fun. This is fun. This is fun. Oh, that's interesting. Oh. Oh. Oh, God. Oh, God. You don't, and, like, see live murder or something, do you? <gasps> there's, like, a vagina murder, but that's oh, at the hands of her own. <laughs> hands. Hands. <laughs> Oh, anyway, I would love to go with you to the box. Yeah, well, you got to wait till the very end. So the box, kids. Um, Oh, okay. So, all right. 
So we've got live stream going. We've got questions coming in. We want you to continue to ask questions, add comments, because we'll answer any advice question that you have. In case you don't know when you're watching us for the first time or you stumbled on a live going, what the hell is this and why is this person wearing a wedding gown? Because we have a question right here that says, can you guys pause while I go put on my wedding gown? Okay, that's not so much a question, but a request. And um, the answer is no, we can't pause. We just got to keep on going, man. Right. Just keep on oh, going. Maybe we should get closer. The thing is, I don't want to get this close because I'm never this close to I'm never this close to It feels very weird to have you next to me. We don't usually pod like this. We like to look in each other's eyes deeply. It's like when you're filming something. You're unnaturally close to somebody. Yeah, yeah. And I don't really like it. And that. if you've seen, Patty's history is that he was a print ad model and he modeled for harlequin romance covers correct and i posted one of those pictures online and to see you <laughs> next to a woman like that <laughs> i'm not gonna lie it's like walking in on your parents having sexy sexy time you never ever wanted to sit like she's pulling you by the tie and you're yeah. close to her and did you have to like kiss her or anything are you insane have you ever had to kiss a woman in a situation like that uh, for, in a business situation. For Cosmo, we had to uh, get super close as if we were about to kiss. But she had just, I think I've said this before, her breath was like a pickle wrapped up in a cigarette. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck you just ate. But uh, we're really fucking close right now. You had a lot of fucking nerve. Was it a garlic thing? I don't know what she, it was like, this is my first time doing a shoot. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't, you know, my, my boyfriend's not too, you know, thrilled or whatever. I said, I didn't know I was going to be in my underwear and I've been at the craft services for two hours and I didn't know, uh, I now I got to go do pushups and you smell like, uh, like, uh, <laughs> everything bagel that just burped from the depths of hell. That every word she said to you started with H. I am so happy to be here and working is, with you. As, as close as your mouth is to the microphone. That's how close we had to be. <gasps> Just like this. So I was like, Oh I was God. like breathing through my nose and then out through my pores. <gasps> we we just got a comment on Facebook Live from Kelly Carey. Uh, who says, Dear Aaron. I also like that you started with Dear Aaron. It's very very formal. I love it. Okay. And apropos for Dear Pod, I just bought a Subaru Outback and now women won't stop hitting on me. What should I do? Sell the Outback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually think that's the best move. Here's a fun fact about the Subaru Outback. My Although jewel. it is a great car. Well, it, it is now. It looks better. Uh, when I first started dating my jewels, again, there's lots of tells that there's certain people I shouldn't have been with, but I overlook their automobile mm -hmm. choices mm -hmm. because I am cheap. I don't care. Uh, okay. Um, so he drove a Subaru Outback, but it Forrester. was. Oh, it was a Forester? Oh, I thought, oh, well, there you go. Well, See, the Forester was basically, it was a, it's a, it was a station wagon. No, it's an issue. It was a station it was, wagon. It's He's, a sister of the CRV. Outback. Yeah. Well, it's the nerdy sister who shops at J. Jill and eats a lot of homemade granola and wears socks and tivas. That's so what the Subaru so Forester is. So she's like the bigger chip at, out of the chipmunks. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, we have a question, uh, Carlin, or Carlin. Oh, have a question coming in from Cat Carlin. Beep, 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 beep. Is it about 
the chips. No, but Cat Carlo would like to know if she can get a uh, quick tour of the Maha uh, Tiki Bar. Oh, Cat, wow. that is a wonderful request. I wish we had some like background music. I'll just sing to you while you get a little. Okay, what are we looking at? Cat, where are you looking at us from? Is the question. We have a lot of different devices that are happening. We'd be happy on, to give you all a tour. Instagram, so I'll use this camera. Okay. Mm. We'll give you a tour if you would like to see. Welcome to the Maha Tiki Lounge. Yeah, Hop on. Oh, all right. Oh, you're going to go oh. for a little ride. Here we go. You enter the Tiki Lounge. Check it out. Uh, here's a little welcome to you. You're clearing your throat here. I need you to clear it here. All right. You first enter. You look to the right. You see... Um, the door to the sub-basement, that's where we keep the bodies. Which then goes into the other basement. And then to the other, other basement. basement. And as you scroll around, you can see pictures of things, wacky stuff on the walls. Again, we live in an Applebee's. Uh, here is the official permanent bar behind us, built by friends. So this has a, when you come into the Tiki Lounge, you better pick up a hammer. <laughs> You come into our house, you're going to do some work, and you're going to earn your keep. And if you can see, we have three levels of booze back there. My husband is a, uh, well, let's just, well, let's just say he has a problem. But we're, we're, we love it. We are collectors of things. Well, he's more of a collector of all sorts of chotch in general. So this is just basically his chotch room. Uh, you have a new addition, which is James's off-centered picture. Oh, no. Who? Oh. What? What? School photographer didn't move <laughs> little James into the frame. I've never seen this before. Okay, so Jules has a school picture back there that he has framed. And for some reason, the the Olin Mills photographer in his school didn't say, why don't you sit in the center, son? Why are you the employee of the month? That's oh, why are you? Yes, at Walmart. <laughs> Look at, and he looks terrified, too. You know that that photographer was like, just take the picture and go. What is it like to be a school photographer doing kids' school shots? Do they still do them? Listen, I barely like children. So you can imagine if I were to even contemplate. Having one and sending it to a school. Being a child photographer. Oh I could God, think of nothing I would worse. give anything if you were a school photographer. Can you imagine having Patty as your school photographer? Not at all. Oh, Lord D. All right, we're 44 minutes into this garbage, so let's do some articles that have to do with Celebration Patois. Kick it off. This is from the Enid Daily Eagle, Enid, Oklahoma, okay? July 23rd, 1960. Okay! Celebration in poor taste. Dear Abby, yesterday the little girl next door received her first communion. She was dressed from head to toe in white and looked like an angel. Her parents gave her a party. Not a party for a seven-year-old, but an adult party with drinks and canapes for all their friends. We went, but we didn't want to mix our drinks with a little girl's communion day. We'll drink and joke and dance, but not at a party for a little girl who is so full of her church and God. Ew. Why didn't her parents give her a party with ice cream and cake and children's fun? By 10 o'clock, the parents and guests were in no communion day condition. Why do people do this? Signed... Little girl's friend. Ew, creepy. Dear friend, some people use every occasion to whoop it up. Parents who plan to entertain in honor of a child should think twice before making this kind of blunder. It's unfair to the child and in the poorest possible taste. 
I disagree. I disagree too. And this is definitely a moment where if you're watching us live, tell us what you think. If you are invited to a child's gathering, like a first communion or a confirmation or like these religious bar mitzvahs, bat mitzvahs, should you or should you not get drunk? Yes, you should. How you else should are you 100. supposed to enjoy this? First yes. of all, don't go. Have you seen some bar mitzvahs? Yes, I told you that I went to the one bar mitzvah where the uh, the father and daughter danced to uh, ACDC's. God. Uh, what's it called? Pour some sugar on me. Oh wait, that's definitely no. uh, American thighs. Knock me out with those American thighs. <laughs> she was a fast machine. She kept, she kept her, her motor, motor clean. clean. This was a bar mitzvah. This is a father and a daughter dancing. I was fucking horrified. Not only that, but I don't like to go to children's parties because, number one, I don't like children. Yeah. Two, I don't like children in mass, um, like in bulk. And f- yeah, and bulk also, children are the worst. Like, they don't know how to make a drink. They don't, like, I, what's the point? Yeah, yeah. And also, like, when I was growing up, my parents, we didn't really have kids' parties. We had adult parties and kids happened to happened be there. Happened to be there. Exactly. And it was an accidental you, you thing. you grew up and you like, it, you had normal, you had adult conversations. I don't want to fucking talk about Elmo and Play-Doh and bullshit like that. I'd rather find out why Mrs. Smith had an abortion with some guy that she doesn't really know. Like that's the shit I want to know. Yeah. I want to know what's seven. happening in the neighborhood. Right. Yeah. With, while you're drinking your Ernest and Julio Gallo white Zinfandel over ice. Fuck yeah. And eating uh, some port wine cheese ball with Triscuits. Yeah. And all the, all the while, I'm just in the back of my head. I'm just a single mom who's yeah. been divorced three times. Just trying to make ends meet. Yeah. I'm yeah. like the Donna Mills at the party. You really are. Oh, God. I wish I was part of your childhood. We would have gotten along so famously. They'd be like, yeah. who are the 80-year-olds in the corner with really young faces? <laughs> Uh, which I do want them to say about us in the future anyway. So who's Kelly? Communion. Carey? The child literally drank wine. Yes. They literally give a child wine. Do they really? I don't remember that. Yeah, because- Why wasn't of, I in that? The blood of Christ, the body of Christ. It's delicious. And then you got to drink it with all everyone else in church. I mean, have we not learned a fucking lesson? It's disgusting. When I watch people drink out of that chalice, but we never did that in our church. We never, we weren't big wine sharers. We weren't big touch. People didn't really touch each other unless you were a priest. Listen, I don't understand why people think going to church and sucking out some shitty wine that everyone else, you don't know what the fuck. Some guy could have just rimmed another guy and then put his filthy mouth on that chalice. And because some 70 year old woman wipes it with a little napkin, all of a sudden it's Pure and Holy, clean. yeah. Fuck that. Meanwhile, Are you fucking she's, crazy. She's wiping the room, being like, Father Kelly dipped his balls in here well, earlier. She only has one fucking rag. She's giving the blood of Christ to like a hundred fucking people. I, now, we didn't do the big group thing. Only if you were on the inside. If you were up at the altar, would you do the wine share? That was never an option for us. They never gave us wine. They were giving the kids wine in commute, like when they when yes, they made be- their first communion. Yes, because you have to have the blood and body of Christ. Does anybody know what wine that was? It's Ernest and Julio Gallo. It comes in a jug. It is the ju- with the little like yes. circle thing. I was, All a, right. I was an altar boy or altar server, as you're supposed to call them now. Well, we have Kat M. Carlin on uh, Instagram Live saying, 100%, I don't want to go to a dry occasion with other people's children. Yes, agreed. LOL. LOL, indeed. 
And you better feed us if you want a check. That is another good point. One thousand. First of all, if you invite me to your house with fucking children, you either you better have some kind of weed or any like any uh, substance to make like me a, transport my body right. and mind elsewhere. Helium yeah. balloons, so I can just suck on that. Because mm-hmm. if you don't have an open bar and if you don't have any food and if the food is just like <gasps> pigs in a blanket or ants in a log, fuck off. Oh my God, I haven't had an ant in a log in so long. I'm going to have that. Celery, peanut butter, and raisins. Raisin. Wow. That's what a genius. good combo. And that was like the diet of the 80s, just FYI. But we did, me and Jules went to some of our bar mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs are very, you know, people are putting some heavy money into that stuff. Somebody said they went to one where Lady Gaga performed. Yeah, I'm looking at you because I thought it was you who told me that. It wasn't. Oh, damn. Do you have an article or no? I think I do. Oh, all right. Moving on to article number two. Now, I'm going to have to use my computer for it. Hold on. Oh, jeez. Hold this on. Is, this is why this is paper why comes in. This is why I didn't in. plan well. No, you didn't. None of us did. All right. Oh, God. Can, what is all this, right. like a eye test? <laughs> Dear Ann Landers, my parents will be celebrating their 50th wedding anniversary next month. This should be a joyous occasion, but the truth is they have had an unhappy marriage for as long as I can remember. My three sisters and I are reluctant to plan a big party for them or have any other... Hold on. Scrolling up. Celebration. (laughs) Because we feel it would be hypocritical. However, not doing anything at all would make us feel terribly guilty. Is there some compromise that would be appropriate for the occasion? Signed, Rosie, in New York. Dear Rosie, regardless of the quality of the relationship, the fact remains that your parents have been married for half a century, and that calls for some sort of celebration. It doesn't have to be a major blowout. A fancy dinner with family members or close friends would be equally appropriate. I hope you and your sisters will honor your parents on this special day. Maybe it will give them an incentive to get along better. Aion! All right, we're back. We're back. 50th wedding anniversary. Uh, My parents just had one. Was it last year or the year before? Year before. And, uh, yeah, we, we threw a little do for them. But my parents hate attention. Mm-hmm. Did your parents have like a big wedding celebration, a big uh, anniversary? Well, Aaron, I'm just going to remind you that my dad. I know that part. Years. I know, but before that, <laughs> don't well, you do that guilt thing? I'm not doing the guilt thing, but he happens to be <laughs> not deceased for here. over 20 years now. So, uh, but the, before the big, that, prior the big to markers that. were when he was dead. So okay. we would throw my mom a party, but it'd be really insensitive since her husband would not show up. Anything else? So if anybody wants to comment on that, <laughs> please. Nothing's better than throwing out a dead dad card. <laughs> oh it's literally like having, God. it's like playing Uno and all you have is wild cards. You're never, you're like, I'm going to win gonna lose. every damn round. Yep. Every round. And you can say it, oh, I lost my dad. And people are like, oh, I'm so sorry. You don't have to say it was 21 years ago. Oh, yeah. I see. You're yeah. really working that. Fuck yeah. You know, it's a lot of fucking trauma. You every, need to get something out of it. People like to play the trump cards, and you got to hold on to them. But you can't Can you be a little bit more them. specific? Because trump card means those shit cards that he was trying to sell, Donald Trump. Oh, no, I don't. Or his stakes. 
Omaha no. steaks. No, if I wanted a parasite, maybe I'd buy those fucking steaks. Oh my god, that would have been amazing. Uh, no, I was. Somebody posted something, a, a pity party, um, status the other day. And some woman underneath it was like, well, when my husband had brain cancer, you, I was like, wow, she pulled out all the stops on that one. She See, pulled is, all the this cards. This is what sucks about like social media. Like you can celebrate and then someone has a shitty day and they're just going to shit. They're going to have just explosive diarrhea all over your day. Yeah, I know. And on your page. Yeah. And so you don't can't bring get it that here. Out. Don't bring it here. But definitely give us some comments and some questions as we roll along on all of these multiple platforms, everybody. Hey, you want to give me another article? You know what? Um, It'd be I do. great if you just said no. <laughs> no, not really. All right. This is from the Evening Independent. Oh, God. Massillon, Ohio. Let me see. Can I, now I'm looking at it. Up top. I'm going to say Massillon. 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 June 12th, 1963. Dear Abby, if I'm wrong, please tell me and I'll keep quiet. Last year, I attended seven weddings, nine bridal showers, two 10-year wedding celebrations, two housewarming parties, and six baby showers. And a partridge in a patty. Please don't think I'm stingy, but I've been married 14 years, have had five babies, and I never gave any sort of party where a gift was expected. We moved into a new home, too, and have entertained for our wedding anniversaries, but we've invited only our immediate family. Why can't people keep their celebrations to themselves? <sighs> Signed, No Gimmicks. Dear No, I guess they can't resist sharing everything with their friends. I agree. Oh, oh, you, you, that was it. That was one yes, sentence. She's, okay. She's one and done. You agree. Right. Um, okay, this is the Carrie Bradshaw of it all, and I want to go in on this. So if you're, if you're watching and listening and all this stuff, what is it? Especially because I feel like now... Things are not as traditional as they were, you know? So if you get married, at that point you already lived together and you probably already have all the stuff. So it's, you know, I did have some a friend that was like, she got married, she had a kid and then had another kid. And then you're suddenly like 10 grand later because weddings we know are like, come to our celebration. Uh, here's $5,000 a night room. Mm-hmm. Uh, come there, pay for that, leave your kids at home, find a sitter for the weekend, uh, and then um, give us a gift, but only the gifts that we choose, which happen to be from Williams Sonoma. Mm-hmm. And then in about six months, we're going to have a kid, and that kid uh, wants things from Bye Bye Baby. And... I don't know what you just said. Exactly. No, I don't think uh, we didn't have a registry. Um, I don't think we did. No, we didn't. We don't need anything. What about celebrating the things that you shouldn't celebrate? How about give Passing me a gift? A stone. For, yes, exactly. That's what I'd like. My UTI cleared up. Like, I think if you're going to celebrate something where it's like, if you're going to celebrate it, celebrate it, but you don't, I don't know why everyone has to bring a gift to every fucking celebration. Everything. I know. That seems crazy. I Just know. Like the point of, it's like, this is why I like the 4th of July. You don't, you aren't required to buy. A oh, but even thing. that, even that, what, you got to bring food. You got yeah, exactly. But that's what is it? You go. To, you stop by Kentucky Fried Chicken. You pick up some macaroni salad. You drop it on the table, and that's it. Well, you can't get an egg for under eighteen dollars now. Well, who the so fuck wants an egg at a fucking barbecue? You got to put it in the potato salad. I don't even know that you put that in a. Make potato. a yo- oh, 
I don't know. It's That's my way. Anyway, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. So we're saying that now. Here's the. Here's what we're pitching today. Uh, for any event, any life event, celebrate the small things instead. So next time Patty passes a stone, mm-hmm. get him like a platter from Crate and Barrel. <laughs> you know, like make make the gifts what you would get for somebody at the wedding, but make it for a student, a divorce, a breakup. You should have breakup gifts. Like Samantha in Sex and the City, I'm not having a baby baby party. Um, Kelly Carey on Facebook says, ever been invited to a baby sprinkle? That sounds disgusting. It sounds horrifying. It sounds like everybody should be arrested. Please define what a baby sprinkle is. Is that like when you're changing their diaper and they spray it in your fucking face? (laughs) What's a sprinkle? I don't know what a sprinkle is. We need somebody to... To who's latched oh, on. So a shower would be like a full party and a sprinkle would probably be what? Oh. Like trinkets? No, I don't know. A sprinkle. Look, at the end of the day, you're still asking people to come out and do stuff. So it's, I don't know what a baby sprinkle why, is. So we're trying why, to get why information. Why are you inviting people to your house to celebrate your poor choice of having another child? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, wait, there we go. It's a shower for your second pregnancy. See? That's absurd. But at that point, okay. Look, not, it's I'm going to start name. this by saying neither of us have children, and that should you're welcome, America. Yeah. That should be no surprise to anybody who's just tuning in for the first time. I think it's a cute name because it's, but. Baby Sprinkle? But at that point, I mean, do you have hand me downs? How does that work? I well, have because pe- you already I have people a, who are like three kids deep. But again, you know what? This is so gross. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> All right, then we're going to move on, shall we? Yeah. To my final article, which yeah. means that I need to uh, now do oh this again. God. Ready? Yeah. Ready? All oh, right. Geez. Now, this one I'm very excited comes from the Ithaca Journal, Ithaca, New York, my old stomping ground. Shout out, Ithacans. July 8, 1963. Oh, it's another one that's split between. Oh. That's no. going to be fun. Ready? Dear Ann Landers, well, here it is, July. And my husband and I are stone broke. Why? Because June is the month we got knocked over the head. (laughs) June is the month we got knocked over the head with wedding announcements, high school and college graduation announcements, bar mitzvahs, and what have you. July is the month we have to pay for all the gifts we bought in June. Why do people send announcements to friends and relatives who live thousands of miles away? Yes, we know Susie is getting married and Howard is graduating, but we can't be there. So why don't they leave us alone? (laughs) Please print this letter as protest to the transparent racket which masquerades as a compliment. Thank you. Signed, Busted. Dear Busted, this subject has been argued since the year one. My personal opinion... It's a compliment to be invited, but not to be announced to, which is a dumb answer. It is a dumb answer. Mm-hmm. I, all you're doing is getting invited, but it doesn't mean you have to do anything, do no, you? And you don't have to give a gift. You don't have to go. But I mean, I guess, I don't know, in this day. Is the idea that if you invite people and you can, somebody, you know, enlighten me on this, but if you if you invite people, do they have to automatically, does that... Does the Emily Post of it all mean that you need to give a gift? That I don't know. Uh, 
I think if you actually attend the wedding, you're forced to give a gift. Luckily, but I'm not, not if you asked don't to go. go to too many weddings. So. I know, really. Next Thank year, God. we have two. Uh, Jules is officiating one of them. Lovely. So I got to get all the waka waka jokes ready. Yeah, sure. For that. Uh, I only know of one. My nephew's getting married. Okay. My first nephew. I have 24 nieces and nephews. <gasps> one of them is getting married. Is That's the first one. So this the means that the... All. It's going to be like... It's an Ita- it's an Irish-Italian wedding, and I can't fucking wait. Oh, my God. If you've ever, ever been to one of these, and or if you haven't, crash one. Has it, is it the loudest thing I mean, you thing won't ever? probably make it out of there if you crash it, because <laughs> you're fucking murdered in Kochek, but it's fantastic. So you've combined the Irish and the Italian. What is it oh about the wedding? It is just... It must be the loudest thing you've it ever is. heard. It's like a it's like a clash of the titans. It's fucking fantastic. Oh, you, so it's like uh, do fights break out? It is. Uh, Does anyone get hogtied? It's kind of like when the grandparents and sixteen candles meet each other for the first time. That's what it's kind of like. Uh- <laughs> it's a little bit like that, with a little bit of like Scorsese in there. It's fucking fantastic. So it's it's like just awkward enough. Yeah. With, with a lot of booze involved. Oh, it's great. Do they love each other by the end of the night? How does it work? Uh, I mean, I have no problem with it, but it's just really fucking entertaining. Oh, my God. I've heard wait. the drunkest weddings are the Russian weddings. I would never go there because I'd probably be thrown into a prison. And oh, murder. yeah. And you know they'd throw me in there with you. Well, yeah, because you're an accomplice to homosexuality. I know, and I don't want to be one of those, right? Yeah. Also because of that GeoTracker story. <laughs> you drive GeoTracker, you get in prison cell. But it's just, but I didn't even, it's hit, oh, fuck. Uh, it's, it's not my fault. Fu- I just dated him. I, oh, <laughs> I guess God. you're right. Yeah. All right. So we're chugging right along here at the ranch on our live stream. And now we're going to be taking questions from you. That is right. We do articles from Ann Landis and Dear Abby where we look at all of their advice. And this week we will be taking your advice questions live here on air. So if you have any questions that need answering, please slide into the into the comment section up there. We're going to scroll back up and see what people have been saying. Yes. Do you have a question, sir? Do you want to call your mom? Oh, we could. All right. So start thinking of your questions, putting it in the chat. In the meantime, while you come up with your advice questions, we're going to do a little moth report. This is the section where we call my mother and find out what the weather is like where she's standing. And now it's time for the moth report. It's time to call me and see what the weather is like where I'm standing. Patty, make the dee 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 noise. You heard the lady. Hit it. Time for the moth report. Time to call my mother and find out not only what the weather is like where she's standing. Is it raining? To find out if she understands what the live stream is and if her phone is too smart for everybody. Ern, I don't know how my phone works. Ern! Oh, we need another phone. Oh, God. I've changed my network. Oh, well, this is going well. Jules just ruined the live stream. Then while that is happening, we can answer some questions from the audience. Okay. We're combining Instagram mail with Instagram live stream mail this uh, week. So if you don't already, by the way, will you please? You're welcome, Kelly. You oh, have thank a you, wonderful Kelly. day, too. Oh, my God. So you're, goodbye. Goodbye. Have a good day. Uh, and be sure and listen, rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Please give us the five stars. We need to get at least five more people in these rooms. That's right. So if you're not listening, you're missing out. 
And I always recommend to everybody who tip dips into our podcast later in their lives, start with the most recent and work your way back. Get a real appreciation for us. Then go listen to the pilot episode and listen to how drunk we are on Vanderpump wine. And wow. remember that? No, I don't. Exactly. Just a, a mild I'm blackout. Start with no, yeah. It was. It's like you going to the box at three a.m. Right. Oh God, I gotta go. I want to know. I want to know what happens up in there. Do we have any any phone calls coming in or no? Not yet. All right. So we're still working on that. And while we are working on that, it's like Donahue. <laughs> caller, caller, are you there? Let's see. We have a question from Kirk that says, "Did the Taliban? Oh no. Invite the geo tracker. This sounds like the beginning of a riddle." Like what did the Taliban say to the geo? Tra- oh, invent yes, because if you if you're a a pod fan like Kirk is, we were talking about the fact last week that the Taliban likes to take credit for everything, <laughs> <laughs> and especially because we're live streaming right now, you just know that the Taliban. Oh, oh, my mother's calling on your phone. Uh oh. Well, that doesn't work right now. Mm. That means that she's actually watching, which means she's figured out technology, which means we should all be terrified. Clever girl. Clever girl. Uh, so, yes, while we figure out all the tech of everything that's going on, um, last week we were talking about Prince Harry and the autobiography, and he was talking about how the Taliban killed, he killed like 25 Taliban, and the fact that the Taliban wanted nothing to do with it to me was just shocking, <laughs> because like, I'm pretty sure I did a set that Taliban took credit for. It was, they they like to come out and, and just, you know, lay claim to things. So the Taliban would never actually, I think, claim the geo tracker. I don't think so. But I'm sure that they've got them like stripped down over there for oh, their I'm use. Oh, I'm sure. It's, you know, it's like... Uh... It's like the island of misfit toys. Yeah, whatever, exactly. Whatever gets them from one sand dune to the whatever next. we get. There's such a sand dune driving yeah, machine. It's like a dune buggy. That's that's a perfect use for the geo tracker. Oh god, I feel like we're in some sort of deep state. Like we're we're probably on the dark web right now talking about this. Like somebody's streaming about getting geo trackers over to the Taliban. So hopefully Great. not. Great. Um, all right, invent. Yes, Kirk, that's right. So we that we've got that question coming in from Kirk. Any questions you guys have, we will be answering them right here on the air. We've got some comments coming in. We've got like five screens going. Aren't we so sharp? And we yet we really can't figure are. out how to really work any of them. So, yeah. <laughs> Keep on talking for a minute. I'm going to dip forward. <laughs> Tell me more about the box. Uh, we have another question coming in. Didn't the trackers flip over easily? The answer is absolutely yes. And having had the displeasure of riding in a tracker through Queens, it's just it was the most horrifying experience of my life. That's I was like Mario like, Kart. It is. It felt like I was in. <laughs> it felt like I was t- totally in a game, and and I was holding on to the bars because it was again like one a.m. and I'm in a geo tracker in Queens, which. If if you've never, it's like driving on the surface of the moon. Have it's you ever all been hold. in a smart car? Because that'll <gasps> that's terrifying. That'll too. clean out your colon. Really oh quick. my god! And they're so like close to the ground, you feel everything. These things have no shocks. It's not a real car. It's not a real car. Oh, oh, oh my god! Oh, that was loud. Hello. Oh. Oh hi. hi. How are you? Uh, <laughs> Did I screw something up? You did nothing wrong. It well, was not your fault. Aaron is still here, so yes, contraception would have been. <laughs> I hate him. Oh my but god! It's a good line. This I will... is so hard. I know. I know. Technology is bad, and you with your extra two smartphone. 
I know. I, 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 I wonder if we should use the house phone, but whatever. Hello, everybody out there in TV land. <laughs> well, we're not on TV. <laughs> Sure. We're we're we well you're not <laughs> but we are and I don't know if anybody else could even hear you on all the live streams but we maybe can at not least, uh, yeah we can we can tell the good people about it so this will be a quick moth report on the 200th okay. episode we want to welcome you to number 200 how are you feeling oh great I came back from my Weight Watchers meeting and for the 20th time oh I'm down two points four more so. <gasps> My mother yeah, is officially totally. after to translate to all the people watching at home. If you cannot hear her, she is down two point four pounds. <laughs> oh, we can hear her. Good, you can hear her. Good. All oh, right. Okay. We've yeah. just got some mild Don't... feedback. It's good. And how long have you been yes, on the alleged Weight Watchers program? Alleged. Uh, since uh, since uh, Thanksgiving, Kelly and I joined us on Thanksgiving. <laughs> And I'm down 18 pounds total, so oh. that's very good. Oh. Yes, yes. Okay. Wait a minute. But you guys joined before the worst time of year to try to lose weight. I know. I don't know what was wrong with us, but it worked. And it, we're going on a cruise, so we had to start in on it. You know, I bought a new bathing suit, and I don't want to scare people, so uh, <laughs> we're working hard. Is it a one-piece or is it a two-piece? Oh, one piece. Is it the one red... piece with a lot of coverage? Is it the Pam Anderson red bathing suit, or is it like a a thong? A leopard oh, print? oh, I wish. Yeah, no, it's like uh, something you see in the 1920s photo. So it goes from like ankles to wrists. <laughs> yes, maybe not so bad as that. Maybe like neck to knee. Like an Esther Williams. So, yes, yes. Yeah, something with a skirtlet. It's yeah. a little skirtlet. Yes, it's a skirt actually. It's... Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, okay. I need to work hard at it. We're going in a month, so yes, looking you... forward to it. And, and, and where does this cruise go to? It's going out of Florida, and it's going to go to Key West and Cayman Islands uh-huh. and Cozumel uh-huh. and Belize. So, it's a good one. Uh, the last yeah. time she went on a cruise, they've been, by the way, trying to go on this cruise since 2020. Yeah. It's taken yes. three years it's to get It's been canceled twice. <laughs> Yeah. But the last one they went to stopped in Colombia oh. at Cartagena. Yeah. Let's do some romancing the stone. Sure. And uh, she gets off the ship and they say to them specifically, like, do not buy stuff from locals because they could be drugs in these things. And the first thing my mother did was buy cigars for Jim. Street cigars. <laughs> Just a guy who was standing next to a trash can selling cigars that she was going to bring back to my jewels, probably laced with fentanyl. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and she was like... Thank God I threw them out. She bought cigars and then she was like, I don't feel safe about getting back into the country. And she threw them out. Yeah, as soon as she like, got it's like some tobacco and then just all cocaine. All cocaine, which frankly yes. would be great well, right hey, about they had a, They had a guy opened up his little rug and he was selling drugs. And I thought, oh my God. And right next to him was a guy selling fresh watermelon. And I thought, oh, that looks so good. It was all juicy. And it was all so good. And he was cutting it with like a machete. And, oh, my God, it just, I, I was afraid to buy anything, though, because I, I didn't know what to use for mice. But they, uh, when we get got back onto the ship, they were saying, no cigars back into the United States. And I, I got panicky because they were going through your, your luggage. So I, I just dropped them in the trash and cut them. <laughs> I would have loved. They weren't cheap either. 
if you had said that cocaine looks delicious. Yeah. I think I probably wouldn't have gone anywhere near a man with a machete. A machete and watermelon. I know. But if you know my mother, and I hope that someday all of you do, she is a food savant. And the fact that she talks about this watermelon with more love than she has ever talked about her children. Ooh, that's a very question. Yeah, it's something to unpack. Like, you, can you hear the love in her voice? Yes. And she's like, yes. and then he had yes. this watermelon. It was worth it to get my arm chopped off by his machete. I know. You know, men casually cutting fruit in foreign countries with huge yeah. swords seems to be I, I watched it for like a half hour. How, didn't Just you have anything else it, that and you it wanted gripping. to do? It was so, <laughs> Didn't so you have nice. like... Like a day destination? Weren't yeah. you hiking or snorkeling? Like lining or... or something? You just wanted to watch a guy sell drugs with a machine? Yeah, I know. That wasn't on the, the ship's roster. They were like, you could go parasailing. You could go paragliding. You can go on a kayak ride. Or you can watch a man cut watermelon with a machete for two hours. Yeah. And it may or may we, not. Had a, we took a cab. A cab dropped us off in the middle of Columbia. And he said, don't go down that street. <laughs> I'll pick you up at three o'clock. So, well, you, that was, that was that so you went down that street. You went down the street. would be the first and thing I, you would do. Of course, I wanted to go look. I want to see why can't we get on that street? Oh, and but, that was uh, the last time yeah. I saw my family. They came back missing <laughs> their kidneys. Okay. And and it was hot. So hot. now they're prepping was, for this. Like, oh, oh. So yeah. go, go on. I don't want. I don't want to cut this. No, no. I was off. just going to say. I, I never sweat, but I was sweating. <laughs> You never, oh, you never sweat, but you sweat that day. Well, it might have been the yes, cocaine. Yes, I did. Yeah, it could have been the cocaine or Must have been. Columbia. Yes, yes. Columbia. You're in Columbia. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> here's the thing about my parents also, is if they know they're going on a trip, they always have like one trip a year or a trip every couple of years. They start packing months How in did advance. you know? She has started packing in January, I kid you not. What? We've got our suitcases ready to go. But for why? Like, what's <laughs> what's the anxiety? Well, I'm not going to use a bathing suit between now and then, so I can pack that safely. Thank God. The things that I don't need, need now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the things you, but why so far in advance? It's, it's, this is all they oh, do. Oh, I don't like, know. It's just because it's just kind of like the fun of it all. It okay. makes you feel like you're going somewhere. Do you have to pack it's a gown a long to, to be at the Captain Stubing's table? Yeah. Do are there any? Yeah. Do you have to pack a fancy outfit for for any event on the ship? Uh, no. In the old days, we we went on a cruise in the like 1970s that I had to bring a gown. Yeah. Which was kind of cool, but they don't have that anymore. They do have a fancy night if you want to dress nicely. And that means no shorts and flip-flops and stuff. What's but the fancy that, night? How, how far we've come. <laughs> no flip-flops. <laughs> you can pick somebody up on a cruise ship, too, because I, I know that when we were sitting by the pool and I went to get a drink and my sister was alone, some man came up to her and said, are you traveling alone? Oh, either and he was trying thought, to sell her a credit card on the ship yeah, or yeah, he That was, must have been it, yeah. He wanted to know if he could farm her liver. Or maybe he was. Maybe you think he was really looking. Well, he might have been. Maybe not for a long-term relationship. What's the age? Did we see what this guy looked like? How old was he? No, no, she didn't. uh, I I think we could pick up a guy easily on a cruise ship if I put my mind to it. 
I'll All right, you heard it here today. I think that you should, then. I think you and your husband should try to pick Look, up another and then man. all of a sudden, we're going to see a story on, on Associated Press. Yeah. 60-person <laughs> brawl breaks out when Ellen McGuire of Arlington, Massachusetts, tried to pick up a man on the poop deck. Yep. Wow. With her husband in tow. That's right. So you've well, heard it here he, first, you guys. going to pick up? You know? Stay tuned. Uh, They've got this cruise in about two months. They've been packing for years, but they've got it in about yes. two months. And they'll be packing for days. If you know what We're I mean. ready to go. No. If you know what I mean. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been an Illuminating Moth Report. We have to wrap things up here because we've been live for one hour, 21 minutes. Okay. You don't need a, a weather report or anything, do you? We're good. Do you want to give it to us? Okay. All right. Well, the sun is out. So Yay! Yay! That's Moth's wedding, uh, wedding report. That's because I looked at my gown. You're just oh, tuning in and wearing a wedding Show everybody gown. the back of your gown. That's the prettiest part. Oh, I wow. have to. This is a requirement. Okay. That's nice. She basically <laughs> said the back All is right, better than. So pretty. Especially when the wind is blowing. There's no or, wind here at the Tiki Ranch. Except for her gas. <laughs> exactly. Give, give me one more protein bar and it'll happen. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for this moth report. Well, it was fun. It was great talking to all you guys. Bye, Jim. Bye, Patty. Bye. Bye, Erin. Bye. Have a great week. You too. Bye. Oh, now she's gonna she's gonna hang up, but she's gonna keep on watching us, which doesn't usually happen. Oh, so now because usually we can trash talk her, but she's gone. But now she can keep adding comments as we go. Oh well, that's terrible. Oh, did somebody just text you? No. Very important. No, it's just my. That is a very smart. Patty has a new smartphone too, and oh my God, you don't need this much power. I don't. It's heavy. Yeah. You know when you touch somebody else's phone and it's like putting on somebody else's underwear? No, because I don't put on... Okay. You haven't lived. Okay. Welcome. Give me my phone back. Welcome. That is really intense. I'm, I'm so impressed. Oh, God. Phones today. Am I right, kids? Am I right? So if anybody has any advice questions that they want answered right here, now is the time. Hit us up. Uh, Julesy. Julesy. Yeah. You're going to have to translate because your phone is all the way over there. We look like we have comments and stuff oh, coming in. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh. Well, give us give us a little help here first. If anybody has a question that they want to ask us, we will answer it right now. Let me scroll back up. Here's a good question. Are you ready? It's actually not an advice question in general, but it's just a question for you. How is your career mentoring going? Asking because I am also miserable <laughs> career-wise. That mm. was such an evil laugh. Mm. And uh, not living up to my potential. So how is your career mentoring going? And would you recommend it to people? <clears throat> well, <laughs> my career mentoring, the, that gentleman that I went to, didn't really, uh, it was ex- the, probably the costliest thing. This um, happens to you all the time. And doesn't really go anywhere. Um, and uh, I, yeah, I don't, I don't. Okay. Kind of understand how these people are in business because it's like, it's more of like a racket. It's like a pyramid scheme. Like, oh, you buy X amount of sessions with me. It's multi-level marketing. Right. And then you're done and you're like, you think that you should have like some kind of perspective or opportunity. And there's literally like, oh no, you need to buy six more sessions for it. Oh no. Wait, did he give, did he leave you with any gems? Not really. No. Did you get anything out of it? Did he help you fix anything like a resume? Not him, but someone else you, did. Oh, my God. So then what would you recommend? What's the best course of action? The best course of action is get a good resume person. Mm-hmm. 
like someone that's really, really fucking good at it. Okay. Explain what you do and make sure that they know what you do. That was the problem with my last resume. You didn't know what you did. I mean, I knew what I did, but like someone can put it down and be like, oh no, this is what I, you know, I've written, you know, this woman has written a thousand resumes based on the job that I had. Mm -hmm. And then she put it down like, oh fuck, I sound like I run a country. Oh yeah, because you kind of do. I kind of do. Yeah, I don't understand this resume thing. I, I started a LinkedIn page and it shows up every now and then and. See, like, also, oh. the, this woman did my LinkedIn page. So oh. it's, everything is linked. You know, in. it's like that's what you invest in now. Because we grew up in a different time where where it was like, oh, you go to college and you leave college and you get a good uh, job. And now it's like you spend your money on a social media manager, which I, my kingdom, if you're out there and you're a social media manager, I need you. I don't have the money to pay you. But I need you. Sure. You'd take your college money and you'd spend it on a social media person. I have had more interviews in the last two months. Okay. And I'm allegedly having another one for a different thing. However, it is still in the vein of what I do. Oh, good. Oh, we've got a, uh, oh, that's good. We've got a comment coming in that says, happy anniversary, you two. When are you coming to do a live show in Wisconsin? Now that. Is I would a go request. To I would. Yeah, I would down. love to go to Wisconsin. Wisconsin is beautiful. I've been there once. What? I think. Yes. I don't where? know why. I feel like I'm having a stroke. Maybe. Wait. Where? Where did you? You know, De Pere? De Pere. I went to De Pere, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And I did. Uh, I grabbed my jewelsy. We did a show there, and we. <laughs> where? At in De Pere. It's like there. He uh, he knows somebody. The Burt Burger uh, Performance Art School. The what? Did you hear that? Burt Burder Performance. The Burt Backrat Performing School. Oh, R.I.P. Performing Arts School. Art School. There was a performing Where's... arts school, and basically um, we went and talked to children, which should never happen. Like, I should never be. Somebody asked me to do a mentorship once, and How I was like, do you know who I am? Wisconsin? Yeah. It was in De Pere. So we had to fly into, like, Milwaukee, and yes. it was, like, another two hours yes. from there. And then uh, me and Julesy talked to to kids and tried to talk them out of it. And uh, then, you know, we got good drugs and then we left. Yeah, we did a performance there at this this like fun little theater in downtown. So I would love to come to Wisconsin. I never really left my campus. Oh, that's right. Because that was your school. You never left your campus. Is there anything to do there? Yeah, I'm sure there was. Like a Subway sandwiches. I think there was. Yeah. My friend Betsy and I used to go to this place called Pasquale's and we get. Uh, oh, cheers. We used to have uh, French fries, barbecue sauce, and uh, <gasps> it's amazing. And oh like God. endless Diet Cokes. Wait, was that an option that they gave you? Yeah. Or did you just choose to I think put we, barbecue? I think we just, I don't remember. And then like some cheesy bread with tomatoes. It was I'm great. telling you, the shit you ate in college would terrify us now. I'm yeah. saying this is somebody who's sitting in her wedding gown. Yeah. We would have, there was this place called Rogan's Pizza in Ithaca College, New, Ithaca, New York. And um, I would, without hesitation to, when you think about this, I'd never thought twice about it. At 1, 2 a.m., we would get steak and cheese subs, huge, and and French fries delivered uh, to our dorms. And I would have that at 2 a.m. and yeah. then go to dance class at 8 a.m. the next day. Mm. Isn't that the most... I miss my college metabolism. 
That sounds absolutely Isn't that violent. horrifying? But here we are. All right. Who I mean, else I, we got? I used to throw down a pizza in my fraternity like nobody's fucking business. I know, without like without thinking about like a full pizza. Yeah. And their pizza was garbage, Rogan's Pizza. It was awful. But then there was something, it was almost like a Stockholm Syndrome, where eventually by sophomore year, I was like, this is the best pizza I've ever had. And it was garbage pizza. <laughs> we also had a place called DP Dough, which I think is a chain now. Double Penetration Dough? Yes. Okay. And it came with two guys. <laughs> wow. <laughs> is this place still open? Or? It sure is. And not only is it open, it's a chain. I me- saw it somewhere else. Hi there. Um, I'm just re- I, I'll hey, take two of those, please. If DP Doe is listening right now, please send them <laughs> to us on the East Coast. If we'll there's be an waiting. eight by ten glossy, I'd definitely like to see that before it. Shows I'd like up to approve house. it before it shows up because this was upstate New York. You don't know who's going to come knocking on your door. If you're up by the border of Canada, you never know. Earthy sure. people. Do we have any other questions coming in from the good folks that are listening at home? I see it over there from afar, but I can't actually read it because we need Julesy after he's done spinning a cocktail. Welcome to the Deer Pod live stream. If you're just joining us for the first time, I see there's six people. If you ask, want to ask a question, then ask us a question. We'll feel free to answer it. In the meantime, we're just going to keep on jibber-jabbering. About- Is there a question after that other question? Uh, no. I had hate to put you on the spot. It sounds like shit I would have also... Uh, sounds like shit I would have also fell into. Well, we all like, especially when you're at that point where you're like, where am I going? What am I doing? And you're getting all existential. And then we're always like, well, somebody else has the answer, which is why me and Patty love to go to psychics. <laughs> Wait, what are you talking about? Did I just have a stroke? What are you no, no, about? it's right here. She's like, hate to put you on the spot, but that sounds like some of the shit that I would have fallen into talking about your career counselor that you spent oh, a lot yeah. of money oh, on. Oh, yeah, yeah, Who didn't counsel you, and you at think all that you're sm- you're smart you, you assume that this is go- there's like forward motion right i've done that before where it was like oh this business person knows more than me you give them like 1500 bucks mm-hmm. and then you're like i don't was that expensive how expensive was this thing very expensive what more are, than that more than 1500 yeah shut up yeah. let me tell you something we are all in the wrong business if we are not life coaches <laughs> If you're not Listen. a life coach or a career counselor, we're all in the wrong biz. Well, a career counselor can drag you out for however long. They'll almost treat you like like you're in therapy. And then you realize you're like, my career is paying for your career. Right. My whole career is about just sustaining you. Right. Because you need me. Could you claim him sustain- as a dependent? Probably. <laughs> I mean, I think the best thing to do is tell everyone that you're looking for a new job. Be positive about it because no one wants to talk to you if you're negative, which has taken me about 40-some years to wow. figure out. Wow. Okay. Um, and you know, if you want to stay in your current field, great. If not, if you want to mix it up, put that out there too. Because a lot of people will be like, oh, I have a position doing exactly what you do. Do you want to do that? And I'm like, not really. Yeah. Um, but we also don't live in a time where everybody stays at the same business for too long. That used to be way back in the day for the boomers, you would get a job and you'd be there and sit for 50 years. If somebody sees a resume, you've only been at one place for 50 years. They're like, well, what's wrong with this guy? But also people would see you jumping and they're like, oh, you're a jumper. 
Gotta so be it's happy. Like damned if you do, damned if you don't. But the thing is, like, if you're miserable, then you should leave. If there's no, another opportunity, that's what's great about New York is that you have these opportunities here that you probably don't have anywhere else. Yeah. I mean, what I have is probably I I don't know if I could find that in Chicago. I'd probably find that in L.A. Can you define your like what is your position? Can you even say what your position is? I'm an estate manager for an ultra high net worth family. Wow. That was such a good, concise tagline. It takes a second. It takes a minute. It, if nothing else came out of the career counselor, it was your one sentence. Mm-hmm. It was your pitch. That was the thing. When you're talking to people about their careers and you're so like excited and like, this is great. Like, it, like I can't wait to find out what you do. And then they, they look at you like they just like walked <laughs> Through Nam or something. <laughs> like, you don't want what I know. You don't want to see what's <laughs> in there. It's like when you come out of the bathroom of a Starbucks after just wrecking it and there's somebody standing right there and you're like, you don't want to go in there. Yeah, no eye contact. That is the worst. It always happens in a Starbucks too where you're you're like, well, everybody's drinking coffee. So then you, you drink coffee, you go into a Starbucks, you have your way with it and you you hear the shimmy of the door handle and you're like, oh God, no. This is why every Starbucks chairs should actually be a toilet. <laughs> That's just, just a good pitch. Yeah. I if mean, anybody is listening right now, oh, we have a very fancy oh bevy coming in. I think it's time for specialty cocktails, shall we? Oh, oh, oh right. Delivered right to the man himself oh, in flutes. Look at that. You know what look it's time for, shaft. everybody? Oh, hold the shaft gently. Just. Hold it beneath the shaft. And actual size. Uh, oh, wow. Mazel tov, Marcus. Just the whole thing. The whole, from top to, stem to stern, <laughs> everybody. All right, I think it's time. Are you ready? It's time, time for, for a specialty, specialty cocktail, specialty drink. drink. We're morning We're drinking because it's our 200th episode. You with our 200th with, with the Hulk's D. Everybody's running from him unless you're in a geo tracker. And then you're flipped over, and then he just runs you over with his foot and his giant D. Wow. This was, that was actually written by Sondheim. It was cut out of town. And uh, we're singing it here for you right now. So if you're just joining us, it is our 200th episode of Dear Pod. And if you are not listening, rating, reviewing, and subscribing on Apple iTunes, what are you doing with your life? Join us for Wacky Fun Time. So this week's specialty cocktail in honor of our 200th episode is... A champagne cobbler. That is right, ladies and gents. Take it, take it out, shake it, check it out. Just a little Saturday brunchy morning drinking. It seems like yesterday that James Jules Ferris faked his way through the first 199 specialty cocktails on this podcast, and you are still buying it. All right, here's what you need if you want to create the champagne cobbler. You need one orange slice, one lemon wedge, one fresh pineapple wedge, a half ounce of simple syrup, a half ounce of maraschino liqueur, and four ounces of champagne, damn it. Like the real shit from France. None of this uh, sparkling wine crap. So here's what you're going to want to do. You want to muddle the fruits, simple syrup, and liqueur in the bottom of a mixing glass, add ice, and pour in the champagne slowly. Stir gently as to not, quote-unquote, screw up the bubbles. There has to be a better way to say that. I know. Strain the drink carefully into a champagne flute. 
and flame it orange zest point over the drink and discard. That is right. Here at Jules' Tasting Notes. My friends, where is the time gone? Once upon a time, I was a short, sexy, bald man offering a weekly libation to an unknown audience. Here we are 200 episodes deep, and I can honestly say that not much has changed. Except that I'm a little sexier, and I have no idea who you people are. But you have been faithfully tuning in every week, and for that, we all need to celebrate with a cocktail. Not just any cocktail. This week, we are throwing a cobbler at you. What is a cobbler, you ask? According to our go-to guru, cocktail master Dale DeGroff, cobblers comprised a broad category in the 19th century when they were made with wine or spirits, syrups, and fresh fruits. Mr. D recreated cobblers back in the 90s, reviving the tradition of muddling and shaking the drink with the fruit. So we are going to cobble with champagne because that's how we celebrate 200 at the Maha'a Tiki Bar. Cheers, everybody. Cheers to you to 200 episodes. Cheers. 250,000 hours of comedy content. 50,000. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm upgrading us. Ooh, she's sharp. That's good. Mm. This could disappear really quickly. And I'm sorry to everybody who just heard me swallow so hard. There's wow. nothing worse than a mouth noise. I know that. Oh, yeah. You know that. No, but this is good. At. It's like um, it's an amped up version of uh, mimosa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bellini. Um, mm, it's the maraschino liqueur. Mm. James. Cheers. Cheers, queers. Cheers, everybody. We love you all. Thank you so much for tuning in and watching some live stream action. If you have any questions, follow us at Deerpod Official. On your Insta and your Twitter. We're getting rid of the face because who even does the face anymore after today? Uh, (laughs) Poor face. And um, you can follow us for all kind of fun things that are going to be happening. We're going to be doing a live show in New York City, April 19th. It is a Wednesday, 9.30 p.m. at Caveat Lounge, Lower East Side. It's going to be super duper fun. Stalk me at Aaron McGuire official. Stalk Patty. He has more followers than any of us because, well, the boys like to look at something pretty. Don't we all? I guess. That's the Sad. Patrick O'Brien. That's B-R-I-E-N. Yeah. And uh, please check us out online. Follow us. We're going to have live streaming things, fun stuff happening in the new year because we're in the new year right now. Cheers, everybody. <laughs> This episode of Deer Pod is mixed and edited by Jim Ferris and is a property of Pineapple Ranch Productions.